0: the While You Are Single podcast. O.J. Tokes' new, revised, and updated book, While You Are Single, A Guide to Finding and Keeping the Right Mate for Your Life, is now available. For more details about the book, please visit whileyouaresingle.org. Meanwhile, enjoy the podcast. Here is O.J. Tokes.
1: Father, we thank you for another opportunity to hear from you tonight. We ask that you open our hearts, To heed your word, open our ears, to hear your word, open our eyes, to perceive your word, open our minds, to understand your word. Give us the wisdom to apply your word to our lives. We come against any spiritual force that will try to hold us back or prevent us from receiving and applying your word in our lives, Father God. Thank you for doing this and more for us. In Jesus' name, amen. What do men and women need in relationships? Well, first and foremost, I'm sure you guys, some of you, have read lots of books, read a lot of resources on the topic, and there are lots a list regarding what men and women need in relationships, okay? My emphasis tonight, I'm just going to go to scripture and emphasize some fundamental things. It doesn't mean they're the only things that men need or the only things that women need, but I'm just going to give a general overview from scripture about the needs of of men and women in relationships. Having said that, how many of you have heard of um, Dr. Gary Chapman? He wrote the book, Five Love Languages. Um, I just want to mention that for the benefit of those who have never heard about the five love languages. And he talks about basically five needs that uh, couples need in relationships when you understand what your spouse's love language is, you are in a better position to meet their need in the relationships. I believe he mentioned five, and they are affirmation, uh, quality time, physical touch, acts of service, and giving of gifts. And for the benefit of those of you who are here uh, who've never heard of the five love languages or Dr. Gary Chapman, his book, the idea is, for example, if a lady or a guy in a relationship, his love language is affirmation. In other words, the way that he feels like you love him is when you affirm him, when you give him compliments, when you say thank you, when you say thanks to him as a form of appreciation. You can cook all day for him, acts of service. You can give him all kinds of gifts. You can um, give him physical touch. You can... <laughs> <laughs> You can do all kinds of th- things for him, and he may feel like you don't love him because you never said thank you, you never affirmed him. So when you understand his love language being affirmation, then even when you don't do any of the other stuff, because you affirm him, he feels like you love him. Along the same lines, if a lady's uh, love language is quality time, even though the guy is working 50 hours or 24 hours a day, he's buying her expensive gifts. She doesn't feel like he loves her and he's scratching his head like, what in the world? I'm doing all this stuff for you. I'm doing all these acts of service. I'm buying you all these gifts. I'm slaving for you. And you feel like you you feel like I don't love you. Well, it's because she wants your time. That's her language. Same goes for somebody who likes acts of service. Maybe a lady, maybe her, uh, her, her love language is acts of service, cleaning the house, taking out the trash. Yet this guy is only buying her gifts and spending time with her. She feels like he doesn't love her because he's not taking out the trash because her love language is acts of service. So it's good to have these things in mind in relationships. That's why I highly recommend the book so you know that and that's applicable to all gender. Nevertheless, let's delve into the needs of men and women in relationships, okay? And we are going to go to Genesis, to get some ideas on the need of men and women. I'm going to say a few things tonight, but the overview of it all is Ephesians 5.33, where Paul writes that men should love their wives and women should respect their husbands. That's kind of like a very concise look at what women need and what men need. Women need love, men need respect. That's just a concise thing. If anybody forgets anything we talk about tonight, at least you remember that. Ephesians 5.33. Nevertheless, we're going to go into Genesis and get some details on what men and women need. I'm going to start with the ladies first. I'm going to start with what women need in relationship. Fundamental things. These are not the only things, but these are basic things that women need. And I want to explain how I'm reaching this conclusion. How many of you know that the devil perverts God's truth? Correct. And sometimes, if you want to understand God's will about something, you can look at what the devil did and reverse it. You guys understand what I'm saying? Look at what the devil do- the devil does and reverses it. The devil's all about <laughs> us being selfish. Okay, you reverse it to being selfless. OK, the devil wants us to be selfish. You reverse that selflessness. God wants us to be selfless because everything uh, the devil does is anti what God wants us to do. Besides, the devil was in heaven, so he knows how God operates. OK. Do you guys notice a lot of times in a lot of secular music in the clubs or in concerts, you notice how people have their hands up? Well, who's the hands really for? It's supposed to be for God. But again, he's using it for himself. Where did he get that from? He knows he was there in heaven involved with worship. So instead of worshiping God is getting people to worship him, even if they don't know that's what they're doing. Okay. so I want to share that because I'm going to be looking at the devil and Eve. To pick out the needs of women, because the devil knows what women need. And I want to say this. This is not trying to bash women. I am not talking about how the, it's the woman's fault. That's not my emphasis, okay? Eve was deceived. Adam blatantly sinned. Eve was deceived, but the guy blatantly sinned because there is nowhere way in Genesis that we are told that God spoke to Eve. God spoke to Adam. Now, how did Eve know what God told Adam. Either Adam told her or she just knew subliminally. How many of you have ever seen a child, a baby do something and you ask yourself, how did the baby know to do that? How did the child know to do that? It's because there are certain things that God has programmed in us subliminally that we just know this is what we're supposed to do. Okay, so having said that, We go to Genesis. We want to deal with the needs of women. I want to share five fundamental needs. These are not the only needs, but five basic needs of women. Okay? And we're going to look at the interaction between the devil and Eve. We know the story of Adam and Eve. We know what God told them. Don't mess with the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Okay? The devil approaches Eve in Genesis chapter 3. And notice how he approached her. He said, did God say don't eat from every tree? Now check this out. I believe it's in Genesis chapter 2, verses 16 to 17, where God tells them what they can do first. God told Adam what he can do first. He said, you can eat from every tree. You can eat from every tree. Okay? Okay. Go to Genesis 3-1. Satan comes to Eve. He doesn't say, did God say, don't eat from one tree? He said, did God say, don't eat from every tree? Remember I told you what the devil does, he takes what God says or does and reverses it. Okay? It's one thing if he came to her and said, did God say, don't eat from this tree? No. He said, did God say, don't eat from every tree? So what the enemy does is sometimes God instructs us not to do certain things, but he overblows it to make it look like God is saying, don't do anything. You guys see? So he goes to Eve and says, did God say don't eat from every tree? The fact that he approaches Eve from that perspective lets us know that he was aware that Eve had certain information. He was aware that Eve knew something about what God said. And the way he was aware was because he was paying attention. Number one, attention. Fundamentally, women need attention. Women need attention. In Genesis chapter 2, verse 15, the Bible says, this is before God brought Eve to Adam. The Bible says God placed Adam in the Garden of Eden to tend, to guard, and to keep it. He placed him in the Garden of Eden before Eve showed up to tend, to guard, and keep it. Women are like guardians. They need to be tended, guarded, and kept. Especially if you want to benefit from the fruit of the garden. Women need to be tended. The word tend is from the word attend, which is connected to the word attention. Number one, women need attention. How many have heard of this phrase? Any attention is better than no attention. We need to pay attention to our women. Some could argue that the reason Eve is talking to the devil is because the devil paid attention to her and the good guy, the Christian man, is just chilling by himself. I've always said that when God created Eve for Adam, Adam says, this is bone of my flesh, uh, bone of my bones, flesh of my flesh, because she was taken out of me. He made it. He made it all about him. He was making a statement. He was talking about her. He was talking at her, but he wasn't talking to her. But the devil came and talked to her and the Holy Spirit highlighted her conversation with the one who was paying attention to her. And perhaps this explains why some godly women are ending up with the wrong guys, because the wrong guys are paying attention to them. While the right guys are somewhere, (laughs) the right guys are somewhere talking about, man, she fine. talking about what they like about her, while the bad boy's talking to her about what he likes about her and what he wants to do to her. Okay? So, pay attention. Some of you guys may be familiar with this scenario. You think a girl likes you. You think she's really into you. And Maybe you're one of the few guys that actually stepped out and spoke to her and she turned you down and you're shocked. You're like, what happened? Well, sometimes they like your attention. It doesn't mean they want to go out with you because any attention is better than no attention. Okay, so you guys just have that. Understand that. okay? number one. Women need attention. Number two, the fact that the devil came to her. And gave her the impression that she's missing something. He was like, she told the devil that God says, don't mess with the tree of the knowledge of good, and, uh, of good and evil. And the day that you eat the fruit from the tree, you will die. And the devil says, no, nah, you're not going to die. It's because, you know, if you eat the fruit, you'll be like God. So in essence, he was trying to tell her she's missing something. And by sharing that with her, he's trying to kind of give her the impression that he cares for her and he wants more for her. The second thing women need is affection. Affection. Women need to feel loved, feel cherished, feel like they, um, feel like they matter. Affection. In, uh, 1 Peter chapter 3, I believe it's verse 7. Actually, that's not the verse I need. In Ephesians 5, 25, it says, men, first of all, it doesn't say women, tell your men. It says men, comma, meaning God is speaking directly to us guys. Love your wives like Jesus loved the church and gave his life for her. Because women need love. We need to love our women. We need to show them affection. Let them know we care about them. Affection is very important, guys. I want to encourage the guys. Let's not be like the husband who was married for 30 years and ended up going to counseling with his wife. When they came to the counselor's office, the wife was telling the therapist all the problems in their marriage how she felt unloved, he wasn't lovable, he wasn't intimate with her. She felt empty, she felt lonely, she began to just tell all the problem in their marriage. She kept going on and on, and the therapist got up from his desk, went around and told her to stand up. He gave her a hug and kissed her passionately for a long time, (laughs) right in front of her husband. Then when he finished kissing her, she was dazed, and she kept quiet and she went back and just sat down quietly. Then the therapist turned and looked at the husband. This is what you need to do for your wife at least three times a week. Can you do that? And the husband said, well, I can drop her off on Monday, on Wednesday, but on Friday, i go fishing.
0: Thank you for listening to the podcast. We hope you are informed, inspired, and impacted. If you'd like to learn more about O.J. Tokes, his books, blog, music, and his monthly ministry for singles, please visit org. That is while you are single.org. If you've been blessed by the podcast, we encourage you to please share with your friends. Until next week's podcast, take care and stay blessed.